Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. and A-Rod going at it. Roberts is going. Masada's throw. Roberts, safe. And what can I say? Just dip my heart and, and call the Yankees my daddy. Welcome to Fan Base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports, episode 133. I'm Brian Shackman, along with my good friend, John Senecal. Great friend. Are you, are you shaving? No shave November? No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to shave. I just got, you know what? I Last time I shaved, I like went like, I went like a week and I looked kind of wolfy. You know, like I, I get gray, right? Yeah. I start showing my age. Super gray, yeah. Me and then, too. And then I shave and I look like I'm like 30. Not that that's like young or old. No, but old. you do a week and then your wife's like, Colleen's like, ugh. And then you shave and she's like, ooh. Yeah, but then I'm like, I look, it's such a drastic difference. So I'm going to try to go with, I guess, I'll go with the Fidel Castro look. A little bit in between, you know what I mean? Just yeah. keep it, you know, plus it's the weekend, right? I uh, I was I was a week and a half in. And then I had to do a TV thing down with a local station here in Connecticut, so I shaved it. But I shaved it on November first, so I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run scratchy the table. Scratchy though, I get scratchy. I, I don't like it so much either. My wife hates it, so like that's yeah. My wife's not a big fan that's, either. That's the thing. All right, listen, we got a couple things on your agenda today. We got the World Series, some really interesting and some some may say sad stuff to talk about. Craig Breslow was announced officially as the chief baseball officer, whatever you want to call it for the Boston Red Sox. I know John could care less. And then we have free agency coming up. So those are sort of items up for bid. I have to tell you, I didn't watch hardly any of it. Nobody did, right? I know. Well, it was the lowest rated World Series on record. And, you know, my takeaway, I mean, listen, it's it's not that easy to figure out. I mean, there's here are the teams you have to have. You have to have a Boston, a New York an L.A., a Chicago, or a St. Louis. One of them's got to be in it. It has to be in it. Or you have to have, like, this really – like, to me, like, Texas – like, Texas is kind of polarizing. Some people hate Texas. Right. And and so – Or you need a draw, like a Shohei or something, to be in it. Or just a – I don't know, for some Couple reason, like, I, I think, like, would the same have been true if Seattle had made it? I and think, I, and I, I think, feel like well, more people more... would have watched – well, it's interesting you say that because the Rangers, what, like 63 years without a championship or 62 years? And, you know, the Mariners haven't won a championship. There's only four teams left, I believe. The Mariners, uh, Rockies, Rays, and there's one other one out there floating somewhere. Just I can't think. Nobody, plus, this was the same region, too, all but, in the Southwest. But that, that being said, you think there'd be rabid fans for Texas, but I just don't think it's just the, the following. It's just the following of the, the two teams. I just It's just not that deep. Yeah. It's just not deep. 
I could have cared less. I, and and I hate to say it, and and I feel a little bit bad about it. That's not to say there weren't some – and the games, honestly, there was no – Game one was drama. really nice. Game Outside one was of that, good. like none of the playoff games mm. – the, the Houston – who did the Houston play before they played the Rangers? Baltimore. No, Rangers played Baltimore. Who did the, who did the Astros play before? I don't know. See, no one cares. No, I know, but it's that that series had some compelling had some compelling moments. But my point is, a lot of the games were blowouts. Well, they played Texas. They played Texas, obviously to get there. That was the only really good series because that was the yeah. one where they came back. That's right. So, that, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. And so if Philly had made it, it would have changed things. So if Philly is a city you got to yeah. add in there. Philly, Philly would have been the difference maker. And in, it, in, in the ratings for sure. Totally. And but that doesn't mean there weren't some crazy things. And I didn't know. I mean, I heard about this Will Smith guy because I know he's had gotten rings in each of the last three years. I don't know anything about him, but the factoids on this guy is are insane. He's I mean, he's just a dominant relief left handed middle reliever, right? Wait, no, who's the guy who who didn't get in the game at all? Oh, Bush. Oh, that's the guy I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Matt Bush. Okay, tell me tell me his story. Oh, so Matt Bush was uh, you're talking like Scherzer days here. Like this guy is old, right? He was the number one overall draft pick in twenty in two thousand and four. Get out. Number one overall, shortstop out of San Diego high school, uh, high school in San Diego, and he was drafted by the Padres. So he was the hometown flavor, and at the time regarded as like a five tool, one of the best five tool players ever to come out of high school, right? So he goes into the Padres organization and does okay. But even before he even starts, he gets he starts the season on a suspension because he gets in a fight at a bar, right? Now, he's coming out of high school, remember that, yep. right? So he's obviously underage, and he's in a bar, and he gets in a fight. So he starts the season, his first season professionally on suspension, and then he goes into just mediocre, not that great for a couple of years, and he gets hurt here and there. And they look, and he's strong, and he's fast, and he can throw hard. So they convert him into a pitcher in 2000, I believe, in 2007. And he gets hurt. He gets hurt again, like Tommy John, and then he's out. He gets, he's out of baseball. He gets traded, released, and he gets traded to. Uh, he didn't make the bigs until 2016. Right. He gets traded. Well, it's because it gets even interesting more. He gets traded to the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays pick him up. He gets in a fight. There at some party. Got some anger issues. Well, he's, he's got a drinking a problem, buddy, too. Is, oh, is he a buddy of yours? No, he's not a buddy of mine. He's got a drinking <laughs> problem, obviously, because it centers around alcohol, everything. Yeah. And he gets in a fight there, and the Blue Jays release him. Then he goes on, and he gets picked up by the Rays. Now, he goes and plays with the Rays for a little bit. And Their then, organization, not with the team. Organization, yeah. right. And then at the end of uh, the 2012 season, he runs over a dude on a bike, like a 70-year-old guy, over his head, doesn't kill him, but runs over him drunk. Jesus. And he winds up eventually serving 51 months in prison. Matt Bush. Matt Bush. 51 months in prison and comes out of prison in 2015 and gets signed by the Texas Rangers. So, somebody signed him? Get the Texas Rangers. Now, he doesn't even—this is in 2015. He gets signed as a tryout in Jacksonville Golden Corral parking lot because that's his work release. He cannot leave his job and his work release. So he tries out— pitching in a parking lot of Golden Corral. Who's his agent? He must have an incredible agent. Gets signed by the Rangers, right? The Rangers have him for, you know, the minors for whatever, three or four years. He gets hurt off and on. They release him. He's gone, and he goes, and he signs with the Brewers, and he's with the Brewers from 2022 to 2023. And then, lo and behold, he winds up signing a minor league deal in July with the Rangers of this year, and this is where the craziest stuff starts to happen. I mean, obviously, this guy's got all sorts of issues. It's like Josh Hamilton-esque, other than Josh right. Hamilton didn't run over someone. Right. 
This dude gets signed to the Major League roster on September 30th. Now, if anybody knows the Major League Baseball season, that was three days before the season ended, basically, right? The whole Major League season ended. Was it a courtesy or they needed I don't know. Him? Well, I mean, he showed, I guess, you know, listen, if you've got talent, this is a perfect example. If you've got talent, you're going you're gonna to have a job, right? He gets signed, makes the playoff roster every step of the way and doesn't throw one pitch. The whole playoffs, not one appearance, not one pitch, and he gets a World Series ring. He Talk actually, about a crazy life. And well, he's 37, so this guy's probably done, right? He's probably done. Well, he actually never pitched for Texas at all, not just in the playoffs. At all. He didn't pitch for them at all. No. He had <laughs> he had 12 games he got in with Milwaukee with a 9.58 ERA, um, and he— was on the roster for all three series. Was he in uniform? Yeah, he was there. He was on the active roster and did not even play, didn't throw one pitch. I don't even know if he got up in the bullpen. I mean, that would have to be a deeper dive, right? But Jesus, talk about a crazy story. I mean, this guy literally went from, like, being in prison. I mean, obviously he's figured some stuff out because since the time he's gotten out in 2015. There must be something compelling about him and his recovery or something. Well, not only that, I mean, listen, Brian, if you are the— a five-tool, one of the best five-tool players ever to come out of high school, right? Number one draft pick in Major League Baseball. If you have that sort of talent and you're not going to just wind up you know, wiping yourself off the grid, as long as you're trying, I think someone's going to take a chance on you because the talent's there. So many of those people just fan out because they let themselves go, right? Right, but to, to, to carry it this far, I mean, obviously everybody else would have given up on the dream. Amazing, right? And I just, I wonder if he has to be in recovery. He must be a recovering alcoholic and gotten straightened out. I don't know how else anyone would have signed him. Well, he's going to have such a great, I mean, there's, there's, there's a whole other story, I'm sure, that will be made and told of this guy that isn't just, you know, floating around on the interwebs. But, well, I mean, it's not like Jim Morris with the Tampa Bay Rays that became the rookie. I mean, this is a real, I mean. I mean, this guy should basically be out of baseball if he was playing anyways. He should have been normally. Out of, right? He should have been out 15 years ago. I yeah. mean, honestly, like, I had no idea about this guy. I don't know why it wasn't more was made of it. I guess you know what, honestly probably because he just he never he wasn't in the game. I think if he got in the game, it would have probably been, you know, at least John Smoltz would have stopped stroking the Diamondbacks and talked about it. Yeah. Well, he I mean, I heard a lot about John Smoltz and what his performance. Um then let's quickly touch on Will Smith because I, I I mentioned it. He he pitched for the last 3 World Series winners. Yeah. Is he good enough? Why isn't he sticking with one team? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm guessing it's just because he's he's a lefty specialist, and he's one of those guys that is – I mean, I hate to say a lefty specialist is disposable, but, you know, I think a lot more these days, you know, like the Andrew Heaney's and those kind of guys that have just left-handers in general realize that they're not starters and they just kind of stick around MLB, so they're not as much a novelty anymore, I think. And he just gets, you know, passed around. I mean, who knows? A guy could also be a jerk for all we know, you know? Yeah. I mean, listen, it's crazy. And, and he's got the magic touch. Everyone's saying the Yankees should sign him. I mean, I it's just a joke. But well, listen, they, got, they got roster options. Baseball I mean, is like the most superstitious thing in the world, right? Pretty much as far as sports go. How about Aroldis Chapman getting a ring? Yeah. Unbelievable. I love how they used him, too, like in like the least most pressure situations. That's it was the like, way to use him. They have to. He's not he's, a closer. If you're... I mean, I think that they probably listen to this podcast. I've been saying it for years. I mean, he, he can't – he's never going to close for a win, championship team. He's got team. two World Series rings. He's got one with the Cubs, and he's got one with the Rangers. And the Cubs is where he was at his fiercest, though. Well, that's right? when the Yankees yeah. traded him because that was yeah. like their last year they actually sucked, and they had they, they fire-sailed. Remember they traded uh, – uh, what's it, the, the, 
uh, Andrew Miller, another yeah. left-handed specialist. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's crazy. Hey, speaking of crazy. Did, did you see the welt that, what's his name, uh, Chapman left Chaz McCormick with, that uh-huh. ball he hit him with? And that whole series was all that drama, right, about getting hit, or old right. uh, Garcia and that. And the next game after that, uh, Chapman hit uh, Chaz McCormick with a 103-mile-an-hour fastball, like right in the leg, like not even left, like hardly any meat. It's all purple. All purple. He put it on Instagram. I mean, this is going back a week, but damn, dude. Can you imagine getting hit by a 103-mile-an-hour fastball? No. Jesus. I, 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 I don't know if I could stand in the batter's box. What do you think would hurt more, getting punched in the face or getting hit by a— I mean, hit, granted, hit where by the exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you got hit in the face with a fastball, I'd probably be a lot worse than getting punched. Yeah. But just in general, like, say if someone punched you in the arm and then you got hit in the arm, as hard as someone could punch you, and they worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Got hit in the arm with a 103-mile-an-hour fastball. And I'm not talking Mike Tyson or whatever. I'm talking your average run-of-the-day Joe who's, you know, got a little bit of smack in The him. only thing I go it would, would make me move toward the baseball is that like a punch is such a full-body trauma. They, like, you could have hurt your shoulder or your neck or right. whatever. But, I don't know, for some reason, I'd, I'd probably rather be punched. It's crazy though when you watch when you watch this this playoff how they had those ump cams and stuff like yeah. it's amazing that we don't get that perspective more. Major League Baseball's got to figure that crap out. Get another channel or something and, and have that up like football does. But to see just the sheer speed that that ball comes in, well, it's just like the 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 hand eye reaction time. Like there's only a certain amount of people on this planet Earth that can do that. Like, and, well, that's when you really get the appreciation for it, right? Like, granted, now you see games, you go live, and you see it's a totally different than re- regularly watching it on TV. But even live, unless you are literally as close as you can get, you don't get that feel when you watch that video and that ball is coming in right. You don't even understand how fast you have in time to react. Like, how do the umpires even call it? It's crazy. And, and what I say to people is is go into a, a batter's box and have somebody who throws 75. Yeah. And try turning on that and then think about upping that by 40, 30%. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's insane. He's John Seneca. I'm Brian Shackman. This is Fan Base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. Um, I know you don't care about Craig Breslow. I don't, you don't care about the Red Sox, but he was formally announced as the 
chief baseball officer with the Red Sox. It was just Sam Kennedy. It wasn't no owners sat. I mean, Kennedy has some equity, but none of the managing partners were sitting. No Tom Werner. Really? No John Henry. Too which, busy counting their money. Well, it just it, it confirms what the, the people why people didn't want the job, right? Because they're interested in other things. So I thought it was a terrible message. I think Breslow is a guy. I mean, listen, I I I cheer for a guy like that for a lot of different reasons, and. He's never been a GM or CBO, whatever you want to say. He's like Heim Bloom with, a, with one exception. He played, played the, the game. game. And so I, I'm curious to see what happens only in the sense that I, I, don't, I don't know what he's going to have clearance to do. And I don't know if they're going to give him the money to do it. Well, I was just going to say, are you going to – Because Otani doesn't solve their problems. I, you know, and he, he did intimate that he basically said that there's some players you like who won't be here. So I think that there is uh, an appetite for some change, but the way I feel about the Yankees, and this is how you can respond, the Red Sox aren't one or two players away. They're four or five. So, I, again, like, I don't think it's like you have to spend five years rebuilding, but it's definitely a two-year pro- – like they shouldn't be in last next year if they right. do the right things, but they certainly won't be in first. And, and so the Otani thing, which we'll get to in a minute, it, it doesn't cure all ills. And I think the, the Yankees – I mean, even though they finished really strong the last you know month of the season, I don't think they're close either. No, no. But the the one thing I like about the Yankees is is if the injuries aren't there, they do have more pieces than the Red Sox as far as, far as the pitching goes. Um, that that you can say is a good thing. But yes, they do need. I mean, listen, they they could use a center fielder, obviously. Because who knows what's happening with Dominguez? They could use right. a left fielder. They could obviously use a, a third baseman. I mean. And who knows what's going on with Rizzo if he's coming back strong at first base. So there are a ton of questions. And a catcher. And a catcher. So a lot of work to be done with the Yankees for sure. So like as you say, the Red Sox are four or five guys away. If the Yankees really, really want to compete, I would say they're four or five guys away. And they also need to hope that the pitching holds together. Like every other team in Major League Baseball. So, I mean, Otani is taking up all the oxygen. You know, I don't know. Everyone would want him. Is he a pitcher anymore? Who knows? Well, he's not a pitcher next year, most likely. I mean, right? But I mean, what are you paying? Nobody for? even knows what surgery he even got. To be honest with you, so it's- I think that he's going to get overpaid for just to get him, and not for the pitching. So he'll get. People said he lost like X amount of millions not pitching, but the competition for him will, I think, make up for it. So, I mean, if you take just the offensive numbers, if you if you take a month out of the season and gave somebody forty four home runs, I mean, that's North of Betts money. Who's the highest paid player? Oh, God. I don't even know. Judge is up there. Obviously, Trout, I think, is the highest paid player overall as far as deal and length of contract. So, I, I mean, he makes like 43. Him and what's his name? Scherzer and Verlander. So, I, I, I don't see how anyone's paying south of 45. Well, look at what Judge's him. contract is, right? And Judge, if you take a, give him that month back or 48 games or whatever he missed, and his numbers are ridiculous. He's And he still doesn't come up 62 home runs. So look what he did the year before to do that. Yeah, I don't think well, judges numbers are crazy. The interesting thing is, so, I mean, he's a four, you know, what is it, nine years, three hundred sixty million. He's a forty million, million guy. Yeah, I, I don't think judges is marketable as Otani. So I think Otani's worth more. Well, I mean, the thing about judges is marketability is where he plays, right? I mean, that's that. If you bring Otani to New York, I mean, then there's then there's a vapor of vacuum trying to you know get all the get all the attention. Otani's a global star. Yeah, Judge is not. Well, yeah, you he's could, yeah, he's a global he's star because he's from Japan. I mean, he's not a global star other than that. 
It's right, not like but it doesn't change the fact that – listen, judges for all of his physical stature and that he plays for the team that's the most known in baseball across the world, yeah. he's not – He's not. I mean, he's not even the biggest star in baseball. But, I mean, he's a big star. But Otani is a one-name Yeah, you can't replace player. that J- Japanese rabid – Influence and like the marketability there. Well, you can't I even think that. it makes them really. I, I find Americans. It's it's just the internationalization of it. I think is for some reason. I like. I love whenever the 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 Red Sox have and had a Japanese player. I I love it. And so somebody's going to give him the money. All right. Let's be honest. Someone's going to over. I would say overpay for. Correct. Him, that's my point. And they're going to give him the money. But you got to even start, if he doesn't pitch. You got to start thinking about who's going to do it because you got to start thinking about the financial. Well, obligations you know the Padres can't. Right. The Padres aren't going to do it. I mean, you honestly, as much as I hate to say it, you're going to have to start looking at teams like Houston, Atlanta, San Francisco. And I don't even know if I'd go as far as Seattle because they've got some dumpy contracts that they're working with, too. But what about like, the Dodgers who are pretty leveraged? Yeah, I mean, the Dodgers are always in the mix. I mean, just because they have the money and they're willing to spend it. you got to also like look at the teams like the Yankees who could go over the board and, and spend the money. You know, Obviously, I think the Red Sox could spend the money, but if they want to do it, I don't ever really see him coming to Boston. I just don't because see it. I just don't see it fitting him. I just don't see it. I just don't see Because him there's in... too much attention, too much media? Like yeah, why? I, I really think that, you know, it, you make a good point about the media thing because he does technically play in L.A., but the team sucks, right? No, but nobody pays attention. Exactly. If it weren't for Trout he, and Otani, no one pays attention. Does he flip over, and does it get a lot worse for him if he flips over to the other side of L.A.? No. LA, my thing about L.A. is that there's too much... I mean, Other people, stuff? Yeah, people would rather see, you know, Ryan really, Reynolds than... It's like than, they don't care much about baseball, it's just Well, there. it's just, there's just so many other things that are compelling yeah, for their that. region. So, like, whereas, like, even New York, which has so much going on, feels like it's more of a self-contained city, but even that has so many transplants. But I feel like, you put him in Boston, he can't go anywhere. There's no, he can't, he, yeah. won't have a li- he won't have a life. Even if he doesn't have a life now, he'll have much less of a life in Boston. New York, it'll be a big deal when he goes out. The paparazzi will be out there. But you know what? You go down to Soho or whatever, there, there's tons of suits. Yeah, I, I remember in. seeing Willem Dafoe like, on the subway. He you know really I mean? just he would mix in. He would just disappear. Yeah. Like, Judge sticks out in New York. Because he's huge. Right. It's got to be tough being him, just going anywhere. Although Otani's way bigger than people think. Yeah. But he's not Aaron Judge. Yeah. But again, like, listen, you're gonna, he's going to go somewhere that they can afford him. I mean, that's just the bottom line. And the Mets can afford him. The Yankees can afford him. Chicago can afford him. San Francisco can afford him. Do you think he would do like an NBA deal, like three for, you know, 130 type thing? Like not go seven or eight, but go like three and really overpay? Or try to get some sort of opt out. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think the big thing with him is you don't know what you're going to get with the pitching. Are you going to get both? Or are you going to just be like, listen, we just want you to hit? I think you pay for him for the name and for the hitting. And if he ends up pitching, it's a bonus. I don't think he's going to get paid to pitch. I don't. Well, that being said, is is he is he a fifty million dollar a year guy? He might be because if Judge is forty and you get that whole other Japanese market and all that, he's definitely a fifty million dollar guy. Yep. Definitely. So three for one fifty, or I mean, if it's a ten year deal, five. That's incredible. All these teams, there's ten teams, maybe fifteen, who totally could do it. I mean, let's let's be honest. Like these teams are making a lot of money now. Baseball, I think that the World Series showed that there's some some blind spots here, but there's a lot of teams that can pay. But for at this what guy. point is it like when do you when do you hit the stop button? I mean, when do you look at you know Bryce Harper and know that he could opt out this year and he's not going to? But now should we extend him, knowing that he's he still has six more years left on his deal or whatever? It's like you know should Bryce because this guy's making forty million and Bryce Harper is the one that's rallying this city should he be making fifty million it's like well 
you did sign the deal and you were making 10 more million a year than everybody else at the time, right? Yeah. I mean, that's why the players want that kind of flexibility in the off chance that that, that kind of stuff happens. I I don't know. I mean, the money is so unbelievable. But again, I, it's like, look at what's happened with the Padres. If they can't, they, they, they're taking out loans to meet their payroll and they got a guy, they just signed six years who's turning 37 this season to pitch that's who crazy. we just talked about a guy who just been incarcerated in his 37 and should be out of baseball and they just got five more years of that guy that's so th- financial s- decisions are not good in san diego which probably might bode well for the yankees in a trade market for soto too yeah i mean listen there are some people who aren't rational operators and 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 san diego took a shot i at want to tease too i want to tease too you take them oh yeah. yeah if you could if the yankees could drag those two players off of the San Diego Padres, I would. I think Tatis would explode in New York. Oh, Tatis would be I great. Throw him would... in center field. Throw him at short. Shit, trade Volpe if you had to. Yeah, I, I really, I love hearing that. That could happen. I mean, a you Volpe... need to tell me that Fernando Tatis Jr. is not going to rake wherever he goes. Not just rake, but I think New York would love him. He's a, he's, and he would bring that like Reggie Jacksonist flash. Yeah, yeah. That you need. I, I love that idea. I love it. All right, listen. He's John Seneca. Make it Brian happen, Cashman. Let's hear you listen to. Is this the first time you've heard that, or is that is that an original thought? That's an original thought by me, but I can't I can't hold that like globally originally. You know what I mean? Someone could have thought that. You can't by prove now. it. I can't prove that I am the origin of that thought. I haven't heard it anywhere else, so I'm giving you credit for that. This has been package it up. So <laughs> episode one thirty three of Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rival. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.